0: His attacks on his own family are brutal.
1: When it came out and we actually read some of Harry's revelations, it it wasn't quite as explosive as we were expecting it to be.
0: Prince Harry spares us nothing. Attacks on his own family are brutal uh, to some extent, uh, and they certainly draw blood. Reading it, I would think this man actually needs some help. And uh, it's unsparing, particularly, of his brother William. And if Prince William says, as has been reported, that he will never speak to his brother again, Well, it's understandable if regrettable.
1: So I felt like Spare wasn't as big of a bombshell as people were maybe expecting or hoping. It it didn't feel like he was trying to set out to have these gotcha moments for the royal family, even when he was discussing some things that ended up making headlines. Those were moments in the book that were just a couple lines, maybe a paragraph, and then the media seized upon them. So I, I felt like it was Almost people were overreacting preemptively to the book. And then when it came out and we actually read some of Harry's revelations, it, it wasn't quite as explosive as we were expecting it to be. No, I don't think he was wrong to write Spare. I think there are many ways he could have gone about processing his grief and his trauma and the difficult relationship that he has with his family now. But again, in actually reading Spare, you see that he's tried to do that in many different ways and he's almost been stonewalled by his family, by the institution. Um, And I think he does see a separation there between the palace, like the family business and the family itself. So I think this was his way of almost making them listen, uh, making his family listen and making the world engage with this as a conversation and it, it was also made clear to me that he he wants us to have this conversation and to discuss some of these things that have harmed him as he grew up so that they don't keep repeating themselves.
0: Prince Harry obviously felt he needed to write this book. Uh, I can't see that it's going to do any good if he ever wants to re-enter the royal fold, because I think he's laid waste to all those relationships which he had throughout his life. It's one thing to have disagreements within the family, and many families have disagreements, but most of them are wise enough to sort these out man-to-man within the walls of the family. I think very few people would recommend uh, for any purposes at all, uh, having a public street row. And it is brutal to read. It is uncomfortable to read. And I think, uh, whereas it's quite interesting uh, to see what goes on, at the same time, it's highly regrettable uh, and really just a bit too much.
1: There's been a wide range of reactions, right? The UK press in particular was the side that I think blew up spare and expected it to be this bombshell and when it wasn't quite that the the level of outrage in the press still they had to maintain that because that's the angle that harry has been approached from uh in the uk press on the us side i think people are more neutral on him and took spare for what it is his side of the story um i i think it was interesting to watch the frenzy in the media died down pretty quickly um if spare was really a bombshell book and if he was really trying to tear the royal institution down in spare wouldn't we be talking about it i think much more than we actually did but the, the news cycle moved on very quickly and i think that's a testament to the fact that he wasn't making these explosive claims and endeavoring to take down the royal family. Instead, it was, like I said, an exploration of his trauma and the work that he's done on the personal side.
0: You'd have to say that in the United Kingdom, uh, there's been blanket condemnation with very few voices raised in defense of Prince Harry for doing what he has done. It's certainly the most explicit royal biography ever written. In the United States and elsewhere around the world, uh, British people might be quite surprised to find out that there is some support uh, for Prince Harry and, and Meghan Markle, the, the Duchess of Sussex. Although in America, there are signs that that support is waning. Uh, recent opinion polls from uh, on behalf of Newsweek uh, showed that uh, Prince Harry's uh, approval rating was now minus 10 and, and Meghan's was even worse, minus 17. So it could be that they're wearing out their welcome, as we say, in America.
1: Harry's claim during the Spare Press tour that was that he and Meghan never said the royal family was racist, right? That, which is true, they, if you check the tape, they never used that language. What they did was point out the double standards and the dog whistles, the coded language that has been used um, in the palace's treatment of them, of the public's and the press's treatment of them. And from there, people kind of extrapolated that that behavior and those attitudes were racist. And, I mean, I agree with that. I I think that the dog whistles and the double standards that they were subjected to are racist. They come from a racist place but that's because I think also I'm American and we've been having these discussions about how microaggressions um, and the sort of silent ways that racism shows up uh, were pervading in the royal family. A lot of people, if they are told, you know, your behavior is racist, they'll, they'll clam up immediately. They don't wanna engage, but with him kind of opening the door and yes, walking back what I think many people do understand as racism, walking it back to that place of saying it's unconscious bias instead, kind of allows a greater chance for that conversation to happen.
0: I think Prince Harry was very wise to row back on the allegation that the royal family was racist. Let's be honest about it. Uh, That sort of allegation is an easy one to make and an impossible one to refute. Uh, That's why it is disingenuous In a sense, it's cowardly to accuse somebody of something they cannot easily disprove. The king, King Charles, has played a blinder here. He's made it absolutely clear from the very beginning that uh, Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan Markle, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, would be perfectly welcome uh, at the coronation on May the 6th. That's clever because it puts the ball very firmly in their court. If they decline, if they refuse to come, it it, uh, will make them look rather petty and mean-spirited, small-minded. And if they do decide to come, it does leave them open to the charge of uh, hypocrisy. Having knocked seven bells out of the royal family, criticized Uh, almost every member of it and the institution as a whole, if they then turn up for the coronation, well, why uh, would they do so if they think so poorly of it? I would say what will probably happen is that Prince Harry will come, uh, but uh, his wife uh, will not uh, because um, uh, the, the birthday of their son, Archie, actually coincides with coronation day, May the 6th, and she probably will choose to stay in california
1: it would be smart for harry and megan to go if they truly are interested in reconciling but it it goes beyond just showing up it, it also people will be watching for interactions between harry and megan and the rest of the family um when they were invited to the jubilee there were no interactions <laughs> everything seemed very frosty and like cool and yes they were there but what did that end up signifying like I don't think it signified very much in way of you know them actually having a relationship with the family so I think instead of saying well should they go shouldn't they go the question would be they should be received warmly if they do decide to go I I think they should stay wherever they feel safe and like they're valued and if that ends up not being the UK, then by all means, I think it's fine for them to stay away. Um, we've heard from Harry's side of the story that, you know, every effort was made to maintain a connection with the the London court of the royal family, uh, but instead, you know, events led them to, to come to the US where they do feel that they have a little bit more peace and security and they're a little bit more isolated from, from the British press.
0: They have a very comfortable Uh, life uh, in their hilltop fortress at Montecito on Easy Street. The problem is uh, that they have no way back into Britain. And the thing about Americans is that they always want the next best thing. Britain is the home of nostalgia. Britain is the place that cherishes the people they're used to. Uh, America isn't like that. And essentially, which a lovely old American expression, quite rapidly you become old hat and after they become old hat I don't think that that will actually suit Meghan Markle she quite clearly enjoys the limelight all of that indicates that they love celebrity and in particular she loves celebrity and that may be denied them as the American uh, public uh, fall out of love or perhaps not even that become uninterested in them, and that would be, for them, a fate worse than, well, almost anything.